of considerable research on what happens with fundraising after natural disasters. What can we apply from those learnings to today's situations with the coronavirus? Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school. We're so glad to have you with us on this podcast. Most importantly, we hope that you are safe, that you're staying healthy in your household, at your nonprofit. A lot of us are trying to socially isolate as best we can. We know in the nonprofit sector, that's not always possible as people are still turning to us for our services and our programs. And so we hope that you're staying healthy and safe, doing the best you can with social distancing, physical distancing during this urgent time. I'm joined today by Dr. Patrick Rooney. He's a national, international expert on a wide range of topics associated with economics and fundraising, and also what happens during and after natural disasters to fundraising, and he's back with us on this podcast from the Fundraising School. Patrick, always good to see you. Thanks. We're doing our best to maintain our social distance here ourselves, uh, so uh, please be aware of that. But you have considerable research on hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, tsunamis, and then what happens during and after with fundraising. What can we learn from that research that we can apply today with the novel coronavirus? Yeah, great question, Bill. So one of the things we've seen, we've seen in the past is that, you know, following Katrina, the tsunami, or 911, uh, we saw a little bit of a pause. And that pause might be a couple days, a couple weeks, and people take a step back and assess what's going on, right? And how big is this? And mm -hmm. how ubiquitous is the damage? And who's most damaged? And, and what do we think about it? And in almost every case in the United States, we have seen a fairly dramatic outpouring of philanthropic support that comes fairly quickly. In fact, uh, we have some graphs that show this, and the, the slope literally is an exponential function for the first two to three months. Usually by the fourth, mo fourth month or so, it flattens out, and by the fifth or sixth months, it's just done. Okay. And so what is going to be given is going to be given between week two and end of third or fourth month. Okay. And th that's just how it goes. Um, in general, to most, to most of the natural disasters that we've you know, measured, we've seen that Americans have donated a median gift of about $50. All right. And that was true for the tsunami, for Katrina, and for the attack in America. The mean gift ranges from 125 to 135, depending on the disaster. Obviously, the mean is pulled up by some larger donations. Right. But the typical household's donating $50. We don't think that that $50 donation is displacing or crowding out gifts to other charities mm -hmm. in a normal environment. But I want to make the case that this coronavirus is not the normal case. We would agree with you. Yeah. How does it mean for <laughs> fundraising? So um, I, I think it's bad. Yeah. I think it's bad for fundraising in in a couple of different ways. So you know, one, we yet we still don't know yet how. What does the bottom look like? And we're stepping back, but we don't know, we won't know for quite some time, you know, possibly months, as to how ubiquitous the impact is, how even and uneven the impact is. Um, and in this case, unlike most other disasters, the number of casualties and deaths are known with certainty either simultaneously or within hours or days, right? Um, and the, and the, with the coronavirus, you know, this is a huge problem of uh, 
what impact this has is, you know, depends on what we do as a public health. But this is, again, this is a nonpartisan, bipartisan problem, and we need nonpartisan, bipartisan solutions and scientific solutions. From a fundraising perspective, I think we still have to be in the game in the sense of, um, you know, using our online platforms for fundraising, uh, communicating what our work is, communicating our need. Um, and, you know, and as we were chatting about before, you know, thank God that we all have had online presences, right? right? You know, so from the university perspective, if we didn't have online classes already, it'd be very hard to create the infrastructure, move everything online as quickly as we are. From a fundraising perspective, if we had not already created, you know, safe websites for donations, if we hadn't donated, um, you know, this text to give, um, you know, mobile, uh, apps and stuff like that, it would be done. very right. difficult if I not impossible to, the to address this rapidly. So your research on natural disaster uh, giving has been consistent for the last couple of decades, and yet you're pointing out now there are some differences, and, and allow me to summarize yes. and, and please expand. When the hurricane is coming, the news can tell us a few days in advance, right. and boy, we've seen this story before with the hurricane. There's right. going to be you. flooding, there's going to be property devastation, The video injury, frequently, we're doing death, our best to socially distance know what a hurricane looks like, uh, and we kind of know the nonprofits that are great at first responding, and we can donate to those right. nonprofits. This, with the coronavirus, well, it's only in China. Well, actually, it's in the United States. Well, they're telling us, you know, avoid groups of more than 500. Well, actually, now it's 50. Well, actually, now it's 10. Uh, well, actually, now the NBA is pausing. Well, March Madness is canceled altogether. It's been sort of this drip, drip, drip every day. So it's not like, oh, the hurricane's coming, we can prepare. The other thing, and I know you've mentioned this in some of your, your writings, where people donate to certain nonprofits after a natural disaster, they're not necessarily, we don't think, going to donate to make more ventilators or right. more masks. Can you expand on these differences? Yeah. And therefore, we're going into some uncharted territory. Yeah, Bill, really important points you're making. So my concern is Americans, and in some ways rightfully so, will see the solutions, the medical solutions, as either pure public goods, that is the domain of government, mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, the discovery of tests, the discovery of uh, vaccinations and so on, as pure public goods that the government ought to undertake. Nonprofits could be working on this simultaneously on the side from a research perspective, but I think that's a small piece of the action. In terms of the production of hospitals, ventilators, things like that, is that something you know people are going to start donating to, or are they will they say this is the realm of the for profits, or the large charities, or government policy? And I think it's going to be probably more more expected that the government will be the first responder, so to speak, the first provider, and that the for profit sector will take a larger share in terms of the manufacturing and production and so on, uh, scaling up. But I think the other thing for the charities is is this pause, right, that we take and, and who's affected, um, you know, this is both unknown and unknowable in some ways, and, and then how do we address it, right? So in the past, you have a hurricane, we know who the victims are, we know where they are, we know what to do. Here, we're supposed to be social distancing, we're supposed to be, um, you know, self-isolating if you're sick, and, you know, self-quarantining if you're infected and so on. and so. I think the charitable sector will have a harder time dealing with that in, as, as first responders than they have in some other disasters. And donors are going to have a harder time sorting out 
where can they have the biggest impact? You know, Patrick, that's a great point because if the hurricane is coming, if I don't live in Houston or New Orleans or South Florida or Puerto Rico, I know my life in Indiana isn't going to be adversely affected. Right. And then I can think, okay, I'm going to give to those less fortunate who were hit by those natural disasters because the rest of my life is going on as normal. With the novel coronavirus, even if I don't have the virus, I still don't know what's happening in the broader economy right. around me. I still might circle the wagons a little bit, right. even though the quote unquote hurricane hasn't hit my household. Right. And that's where some of this uncertainty comes in, right? Yeah. So one of the things that we see is like Katrina, the tsunami, you know, or tornado, they don't cause a recession. Hmm. The one that the one and this was not a natural disaster, it was a man-made disaster, the attack in America. Right. Following 911, we had a recession. And in some ways this is the most similar analogy. What happened? Well, people stopped flying. So that hurt airlines. You weren't going to a hotel, that hurt the hotel business. Now this is so much more rampant and will be longer lasting because it wasn't, uh, you know, FAA and Homeland Security, everybody clamped down and we had more security and people felt safer to travel. This is not a singular event. Right. Whether it's this, you know, attack that happened or a hurricane that even lasts a few days, this thing is just stretching on and on. One other point I want to raise from your research is uh, that when people give to natural disasters, it often comes out of a different pocket uh, and giving then returns when the natural disaster is over, sometimes even at higher levels. Right. People give out of that other pocket and go, oh, I actually can give that gross number higher right. to the charities I've always supported. Again, this time, we just don't know. Yeah. We don't know and, and we don't know how long this will last. Right. And so I think from both a personal finance perspective you know, households trying to sort out what they can do and what they can't do. Um, and from a charitable perspective, you know, I think the pause will be longer. If I were, you know, I hate to be, you know, forecasting bad news, but I think the pause will be longer just because of greater uncertainty. Just like the stock market does not like uncertainty, donors don't like uncertainty. That's a great analogy. That's a great analogy, Patrick. It really does sum up so well these messages and good advice that you're giving us. Uh, and again, so what can you do during this time? And Patrick mentioned a few different times, online is your friend. Uh, and certainly online staying in touch with your donors. The donors who are still working and are still receiving a paycheck, certainly they might be kind of circling the wagons right now. But are there some donors you have a closer relationship with who might be open to that special gift during such a time as this, understanding that you need to be doing some belt tightening uh, as you're leading your nonprofit? It's at least ha worth having that conversation, even an online conversation or a telephone conversation in that regard. We should always be practicing stewardship now more than ever. Use your online platforms to be telling your stories, to at least be staying in front of your donors. Let them know how this uh, coronavirus situation is affecting your nonprofit. Maybe that message doesn't even include a philanthropic ask right now, but a way to, again, stay in front of your donors as best as you can. And stay in touch with us here at the Fundraising School. We take pride in being your career-long colleague. Uh, we have these podcasts available for you. We, our courses are still available online. We hope you take advantage of that if you have time and resource for that. We're also delivering free webinars as well, uh, and you can learn more about those on our Twitter account, our Facebook account, through our email, and on our website. That website is philanthropy.iupu.com. 
uci.edu forward slash the fundraising school. With Patrick Rooney, I'm Bill Stanjakevich, and now you are now more up to date on this first day from the fundraising school. Thank you.